JD Talking Sports. It is Tuesday, January 12th, 2021. Happy birthday, Teddy. Teddy, happy birthday. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the sun. Because California is the same every damn day within 10 to 15 degrees. And when it's cold, you say, hey, it's cold. When really, 60 degrees everywhere else right now would be heaven. But I digress. Yesterday, Alabama, I predicted 45-31 over the dump, and they only won 52-34. I'm going to give myself the win on that one. Seventh national championship for Nick Saban. He's won three since he revamped his offense. With Steve Sarkeesian, in the last two years alone, they averaged almost 48 points over 526 yards a game. 621 yards of offense yesterday. Devontae Smith, 12 catches, 215 yards, three touchdowns, and one half. Then he hurt his finger. I was so pissed because I wanted to see he could do in the second half. 28 points in the second quarter, up 35-70 in the half. It was 14-14. In the first half alone, they were twice successful on fourth and one. Devonta, Devonta Smith got Devonte Smith got the most valuable offensive player, Barmore. Actually, he stuck George Teague. Now, this was crazy. The starting running back who set a Big Ten championship record, was it Sermon? Was that his name? He got hurt on his first carry and had to be taken to the hospital. He looked like he separated his shoulder, and that was the end of him. I was like, good God, that really sucked. So he's done, one carry, and he's done in the goddamn game, and you're like, good God. And Teak didn't have a bad, he, he tied his career high with two touchdowns. Sermon had one carry for two yards. Teak in the first had had 12 rushes for 60 yards and two touchdowns. The thing was, when you think about it, they held Justin Fields under 200 yards, and Garrett Wilson, who is a stud, everybody's talking about that he's going to be a first-round draft pick and he's going to be a great pro, he got held on 100 yards. Olave was held under 100 yards. You, you hold fields under 200 yards, and they held them the second half. Ryan Day actually punted the ball when they were down 52-24. I was like, dude, what's, what, who, who gives a shit? You're down by 28 points. Keep playing the game. I don't know why they bothered punting. I mean, it's over anyway. I guess he didn't want to you know, get humiliated anymore. At least they called off the uh, hounds at the end of the game. Najee Harris... Freaking three touchdowns. He had as many, I mean, he, he had, uh, I think, 158 yards on the ground and receiving. He caught a beautiful 26-yard touchdown pass where he had to, like, kind of bobble the ball, stopped on a dime, and scored a touchdown. Great game. Mac Jones set a college football playoff championship game record with 464 yards passing, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Fields didn't throw. It was a clean game. I mean, one, there was one play where Jones got stripped of the ball, and the guy who stripped it, Browning, actually recovered the fumble. That made it 14-14. Then before you knew it, I, what was it? It was 28. Yeah, it was 28. So they got a touchdown at the end of the half. Smith was unbelievable. He set a record for most catches in a, in a championship game. He was tied for first with three touchdowns in a championship game. And the 215 yards were top three, I think. Now, Mac Jones, after the game, was talking about how they were the greatest team ever because they had to play an all SEC schedule. I'm sorry. I did some research and I looked it up. LSU last year had a phenomenal team. Gumbo Chef loved I gotta get some props to my man Gumbo Chef. But 
you know, I was thinking about that, and I was like, I, I got to look this up. So Bama became the first team to defeat three teams ranked in the AP Top 4 in one season. They also did that in the 2015-2017. I'm sorry, the 14th team. I didn't even read. Sorry, 14th team. They also did it in 2015, 17, and 18. Now, 1943 Notre Dame and last year's LSU team beat four AP Top 4 opponents. Also, Bama won, has won an FBS high eight games in the college football playoff all since 2015. Kansas, which they had someone had to do with think of Kansas, has won a total of nine games total since 2015. Unbelievable game, yes. Yeah. 7.5 yards per play. Harris had 158 yards of t- total offense. It was a beatdown. Saban set a record his seventh total overall, sixth with Alabama, past Bear Bryant. He has 256 wins, seven titles, seventh most wins all time. He's two behind Mac Brown, and it probably passed Mac. I mean, listen, I think UNC would be good. They're also favored next year. They're the favorites. Clemson, OSU, so Oklahoma, North Carolina. I think is 5,001 to win the title next season. So I don't think that's going to happen. Too. I thought I read Bill O'Brien's going to be the new head coach, new offensive coordinator. That is not that is not definite, but we shall see. I mean, he's going to have to play Sarkeesian, and you know. Uh, Chris Fowler put up a stat that Texas, this is the first time they've hired an assistant coach in 70 years to run the program. And I'm like, you know, Sarkeesian really was a head coach. He's been assistant coach, but it wasn't like he never coached before. So I was like, you know what? I love these useless stats that are put up there. I, I just love them. Yeah. I was like, oh, come on. And Sammy came in 2-2 two and two in championship games. Najee Harris had his 29th touchdown. Well, more than that. He passed with that 26th touchdown. And then he got another one, I think. So... I think 30 for the season. He passed Henry with 28 in his Heisman Trophy season. Jordan Battle was got a targeting when you know what? I mean, they're both kind of duck. Listen, it's a helmet to helmet. It shouldn't happen. But Paul Schwartz all over the post said, you know, you should have a yellow card. You do it twice, you're out of the game. I just it took him out of the game. I mean, it didn't really hurt things, but it took him out of the game, and I was like, God damn. Yeah, and yeah, Terry um, McCauley said forcible contact with head, neck area of a defenseless player. Okay, he's trying to catch a ball. I don't know how. You know, I don't know. He, he but he led with his head, dude. You gotta, you gotta go lower body. You can't go head to head. You gotta go and go right for the freaking chest. I don't know how they do it. It's so fast, it's very hard to stop. I mean, it happens. It's over. You're like poof, pof, poo, done. Yeah, Devontae Smith, unbelievable first half. Twenty-eight points in the second quarter. Yeah, and I forgot that Smith caught the game-winning touchdown catch from Tua four years ago against Georgia. Someone bet 500000 on the dump to beat Bama and rewarded won $1.3 million. That wasn't going to happen. Yeah, it was, it was also Smith's ninth game in his career with 100 yards and a half. The 215 yards were second most. I think, I think Chase last year had more, DeMar Chase. And three touchdowns were tied for most, and he set the record, as I said, for most catches in a championship game. And I, I love this guy, uh, Zach Barnett, but he was comparing it to the touches and yards that McCaffrey had in the 2016, I think it was the Rose Bowl. I forget who they played. Shit. I mean, he had a monster game, but it wasn't a game for a national championship. And I was like, come on, let's not compare a championship game. That was a great game by McCaffrey, but I'm not going to compare the two. I was like, yeah, I saw that. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to really. Yeah. And they almost had 200 yards of, in the first half. Total offense, Bama over the dump. Fields was 6 for 15, 90 yards in the first half. Yeah, not a, not a great game. And, and in the first half alone, freaking Jones was 25, 25 for 33, 42, four touchdowns. 
Harris was amazing. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, so he ended up with 30 touchdowns on the season, which is kind of crazy when they played 13 games on the season. Yeah, two straight runs, runs by Teague at midfield. Didn't get it. Down 24. You know, had to take that move. Bama scores, made it 50. That was 45-24. And Ryan Day was crying. I, also, the play where he thought it was a fumble on a catch, and I was like, dude, his elbow was down. And Pat Forty said that, you know, Ohio State's saying to the ref that we're right, you're wrong, so it's a fumble, give us the ball. That's how, you know, you know, we're always right. And I love when they lose. I think, you know, it was a great night. Michigan was ha so happy they got blown out, and I was so happy. I was, I just, oh. And this year, next year, Bama has the best class in history, recruiting class, in recruiting ranking, rankings ever. In the history of recruiting rankings next year. Yeah, crazy. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I really want to see what Smith could have done in the second half. Yeah, seven national championships. On, and he's the first coach to win a national title in three different decades. So Harris had 79 on the ground with two rushing touchdowns, 79 receiving with with a with a re receiving touchdown. Waddle, who caught his first pass, was hobbling off. They said he had full, I mean, his, knee, his ankle did, after, you know, having pins put in. He didn't look himself, but he wanted to play in the game. When he went off the when he was taken off the field earlier this year, he said, I'm playing the championship game. He did it. Fields was 17 to 33, 194 touchdown. He had another 67 on the ground. That's the thing about him. He's so goddamn elusive. You think you have him, and bam, he takes off. But also, we don't know what kind of pain he was playing with those ribs. I definitely think those ribs were screwed up. He got hit a couple times, and he, you know, he's wincing. I don't know how, how he could, with the touch of the ball, he's going to get healthy. He's going to be a good pro. I want to see the Jets are going to bring him as a coach. It could be Duck Peterson. We shall see. Alave had eight catches for 69 yards. Wilson had three for 50, so they neutralized their two big receiving options for the dump. And that's the ball game right there when you talk about that. Yeah, I don't know about the best team ever. You know, they did play all SEC teams. But last year, LSU beat a 14-0 Clemson team. Also, nine games worth the SEC last year. I, 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 listen, that last year's team was amazing. And la this year... Bama beat a very – Notre Dame should not have been in the Final Four. Last year, you had LSU blew out blew out Oklahoma 63-24 with Jalen Hurts. Clemson barely got by Ohio State with Justin Fields throwing a red zone interception to end the game. And then LSU won 42-25 over – Trevor Lawrence had a phenomenal season last year, and they neutralized him. I think last year was a stronger and – Four, uh, four teams. Also, they played with fans, a little different. I know they had to deal with COVID and all the things, but they played in front of full houses last year and beat everybody and beat everybody soundly. I think Mac Jones, you had a great season. I'd love to see them play each other, but I'm definitely taking, sorry, I'm not, I'm not taking, I'm not taking Bama as this year is the greatest team ever. No, not going to happen. Not even close. <laughs> I got a good yesterday, today, today, uh, and Michigan says, don't forget the lottery tickets. Yeah. She's so funny. She's like, oh, don't forget the lottery tickets. Because I got them, we didn't win. We didn't win the, I don't know, the jackpot, whatever the ball is. I, I, I can't remember this stuff. Hey, oh, I thought I thought my, I thought David, my friend in North Carolina, got a shot, got the, the vaccine. Actually, my client's getting it tomorrow. I'm very excited for that. So 21 college football playoff games in the books, 10 decided by 20 points or more. 14 of the 21 college football playoff games have been won by Alabama or Clemson. But that's not good when it's that, yeah, not good. So I have to get, yeah, no, 
I mean, a lot of blowouts. A lot of blowouts. Yeah, Bill, yeah. Devontae Smith is now the SEC's career leader in receiving yards. He passed Jordan Matthews for Vanderbilt. Awesome. Awesome. He's going to be great. I'll tell you, I feel bad that he hurt his finger, but he's going to be okay. Dan Quinn is now the head, the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. I like it. I think he's going to be good for them. I think he'll do some good things. Thank God Billy Belichick did not go for the Medal of Freedom. After the shit show and Trump today saying that there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of anger toward you, dipshit. There's not a lot of anger. There's anger toward you. So stop, you know, his first comments are there's a lot of anger. Yeah, there's a lot of anger toward you inciting this riot. And I don't know, he can't get out of this. Public opinion, whatever. He's got his loonies that root for him. Did too much. Push, push the envelope too far on that one. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not buying it. Now they're saying Deuce Staley, that the head coach, I'm sorry, that Lurie think could be, he could be a head coaching candidate. Yeah, hey, listen, anybody, I, I'd like to see, I'd like to see Deuce Staley's been with the team for a very long time. Very, very long time. And how about this? Offensive lineman Jatter, J- Jared uh, Veld here started at left tackle for Indy in the wildcard loss to the Bills, was on the practice squad, which means he can now sign with Green Bay and also has been through COVID protocol. They brought him out of retirement to, this season to play. Last year, the Pacs did. They brought him, he played, he was, uh, they brought him out of retirement again this year, the Colts, and he could start for them in the divisional round game Saturday against the Rams. He asked last year, he started right tackle after Brian Beluga got a, got it sick at, at right tackle in their divisional win over Seattle. So how about that? Imagine that playing for two, first time ever a team a player would play for two different teams in the same postseason. That is and and because of the practice squad, he wasn't signed on. He was signed off the practice squad, means he can go from team to team. But I thought that was pretty freaking cool. Yeah, very cool. I was like, wow, that's that's really cool. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I was like, pretty freaking cool. And this doesn't make me happy. So Kyrie, this guy, a guy I, I read on Twitter, I want to give him props. Javi Bing. He said uh, to Nets Daily, great account, but I think you are off base here, bro. He signed a contract, talking about Kyrie Irving. He's supposed to be playing, barring injury. You want to miss a game in protest, cool. But almost going a week already, meaning, no, meanwhile, nobody in any other sports protesting, he's pushing it, man. I thought that was awesome. I said on my podcast, I said today, he said he's going to listen to it. I'm going to set on this one too. And yeah, and he, so he's off the grid. He said he's off the grid. I said, what? But he went to his sister's 30th birthday party. I said, he's off the grid. He hasn't spoken to anybody in the team. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? You're off the grid? I, 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 I'm not buying it. I, yeah, I, it, that really infuriated me. I got to be honest with you, it really. And how about this? Michigan sent me this one. This past weekend, the Army women's basketball team, led by head coach Dave McGarity, squared off twice against College of the Holy Cross, coached by his daughter, Maureen McGarity, in what is believed to be the first time in Division I history a father and daughter facing each other in a sport as head coaches. How about that? Father and daughter, D1 basketball, coaching against each other. Yeah, she found that. I was like, that is freaking cool as shit. That was awesome. I read that. I was like, wow, that is cool. NHL, this is crazy. So the league, the league says that the league stands to lose at least $1 billion by returning to play this week, and that Bettman said the league and its 31 teams would have been better off financially had they canceled the entire season. I don't know how you're better off financially because you lose your fan base, and the fans would be furious. That was never really an option, but the league and its owners 
you know, they, there's a lot of problems. He said he confirmed that the helmet ads will appear this week around the league are more about making good on existing commitments to sponsor than creating streams of badly. What, dude, every, and they're thinking about doing uniforms. Every inch of the arena, the puck, everything should have a sponsor on it. I'm sorry, you sell out because hockey relies on gate revenues to survive. And I think, I'm sorry, I'm all for it because hockey is a great sport. Starts tomorrow, Michigan's excited. I'm not even going to do, I'm going to, Ari's going to get, we're going to do a little hockey preview because I'm not good at this hockey stuff, but I'm curious what he thinks this year. Evander Kane has made over 52 million in his career. He signed a seven-year, $49 million contract in 2018. He is $26.8 billion in debt. He has a marker for $1.5 million at one of the casinos. And he said he might not play this year because of COVID. His incomes right now, he says, are negative 91000 a month. He's made over $53 million in 11 years, 529 I'm like, dude, you've got to be on top of that stuff. He can't be, you know, he's got three houses. I mean, dude, you got to get that shit taken care of. And hockey, I'll tell you, they destroyed hockey after the Rangers won in 94. I always talk about it. They were at the highest of highs, and they freaking went into a strike, and they, they never really recovered. They never reached that level again. And missing a whole season now. I mean, them playing in the bubble was the greatest. Hockey was great. The Stanley Cup playoffs were, were awesome. They got to have hockey. You can't take off a season. I'm glad they aren't. Baseball also says they're going to have a full season. Uh, we'll see how that works out. That's what Manfred said. And I couldn't remember Brett Gardner yesterday. I was like, I couldn't remember. The Hornets blew out the Knicks. They're 5-6. and six. They lost by, only by uh, 109-88. Hayward at 34. They're 6-5. and five. Knicks fell to 5-6. and six. Knox had 19 off the bench. R.J. Barrett had uh, was 5 for 18, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. Randall had 11 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. The Nets host the Nuggets. Yeah, off the grid. I just He still hasn't spoken to the organization. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know how you do that shit. I, I'm still perplexed by this kind of stuff. And Liam Hendricks, how about this? Was cut by four teams. He has four uh, designated for assignment by four different teams. He got a $54 million contract, four years with the Chai Sox, who were, they said they're going to compete for a World Series title. He abandoned his sinker, now works more with a four-seam fastball, increased velocity. Also, last two years, he's struck out 38.4% of the batters he's faced. You gotta like a guy like that. Get knocked down, knocked down, knocked down. And Liam Hendricks is like, fuck it, I, I gotta change some things, fix some things. Look at Saban. Like, change his offense around, became a more high-octane high offense. He is a recruiting class next year. He's got seven titles. I got a picture of him with all his rings, like uh, Brady. Listen, you may hate him. I grew up a Bear Bryant fan, whatever. That was a thing of beauty last night. I mean, Najee Harris, I would love to have him on my team. He just keep he just kept running through every tackle. Didn't give up. And the backup, Robinson, Jesus Christ, he looked guy, he looked amazing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. How how Wow. Just crazy. I, I thought that was awesome. I, I just thought that was so freaking cool when I saw that. I was like, you never give up on yourself. Never. Never give up on yourself. Florida Sportsman is going to do a podcast with me on Friday, I think. Fernando Tatis is mamulling a long term, like you get a 15 year deal and become a Padre of Life. They're thinking he's going to sign 10 years for 210 to 230 million, which means, in my opinion, he is going to outplay that contract. I think he should get, sign a shorter deal, become a free agent in his prime, because event, this is the contract. He signed 15 years. You outplay the contract, and by the end, 15 years, you've outplayed the contract. Or you're a guy like Stanton, who has hardly played the last couple of years, and is basically getting it on merits of early in his career. And I, I, and at the end of the career, he's not even worth the, 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 con, the 
the paper it's it's uh, written on. I mean, that's what I feel. I feel Tatis, that's, he's too young to sign that long a contract. I think he should do it. Hey, listen, you know, uh, Trout, Trout didn't sign a huge contract. Now in his prime, he got that contract he wanted. He stayed with the Angels. Hey, listen, he likes being an Angel. I, look, nothing wrong with being on a franchise for life, being, you know, opens up a lot of things. Tatis is getting contracts off the field. I think he can he can make some money. He's a charismatic guy. I like him a lot. I saw that D1 is tabling the proposal on name, image, likeness, and transfers. Am I sh- I, I, but I was confused because several external factors, including correspondence with the U.S. Department of Justice, I don't, I, I don't understand why, prompted members to delay. Of course they're going to delay this stuff because they don't want the players making money. They, they're okay with paying Malzahn, like over $20 million, paying Herman over $50 million. They're all, all for you know, paying the coaches forever, but you know, give the players some money. You know, I mean, a billion, multi-billion-dollar industry. No, but let's, you know, ridiculous. Let, let you know, let's let let's hold off playing the pay, playing paying the players. Let's just hold this off for a while. Now, I'm excited about the games this weekend. I'm excited to see when Kyrie's actually to come back because you know he's off the grid. He's dealing with Kyrie Irving does whatever the fuck he wants. And one game maybe one maybe, yeah, but no one else was doing it. Two games, ridiculous. Three games, what the fuck are you doing? And then he's off the grid, not even talking to the team. Dude, you're a paid employment employee of the team. And I'm sorry, but I, I, I don't. it's not acceptable in my opinion. Not acceptable at all. I'm done talking about it. I wanted to do a quick show. I did my quick show. Congratulations to Alabama. Congratulations, Frank. Very, very excited. You know, to, he gets so pumped up when, for, for his Alabama. You know? put it on his uh, Facebook page. I was like, good going. Good going, Lancaster. Good going. And Harris picked them two to win. I'm curious to see who's going to be. I think there should be some head coaches named this week. I think. I wonder who the Jets are going to go. Eagles. Darnold going to be back. I don't know. Trevor Lawrence is going to be a great pro, pro. Justin Fields will be a good pro. I do. I do think he has a, throws a good ball. End of the game, he threw too fast to his receiver. He definitely has velocity in that ball. He had a, some nice touches on some nice passes. Give a good pro. Yeah, that, yeah. He is. Let's give him time, right? Give him time. All right. Trivia questions from last show. Last show. What NFL team in 2020 was the first in history to win multiple games in the same season after trailing by at least 16 points in the fourth quarter? The Bears. Opening day, they beat the Lions when actually uh DeAndre Swift dropped a touchdown pass, which wouldn't have, which would made that made that moot. And week three they beat Atlanta. Bears are down 23-7 uh, to the Lions and won 27-23. And in week three they were down 26-10 to the Falcons and won 30-26. Okay, what did Dak Prescott? Today's trivia question: What did Dak, Dak Prescott led the Cowboys to a 40-39 comeback win in week two of the 2020 season? What did he do that had never been done in NFL history? So Dak Prescott led Dallas to a 40-39 comeback win in week two over, over the Falcons. What did he do that had, in that game that had never been done in NFL history? And it was cool. I saw the big A yesterday, Aaron. That was pretty cool. Michigan, congrats. The dump loss. Everything's good. We got hockey started tomorrow. I'm watching Big Bang Theory. I'm in season five. It's, it's good to watch. Sheldon's confront, confronting his uh, bully today. I have to watch Tenet with, with subtitles, I was told. I got uh, going up to Jersey today. Gumbo Chef workout tomorrow. Yeah. And Carol. All right, folks, have a great day. Peace out. Talk to you soon.